Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Well, good morning. It's Monday, March 27th, seven minutes after nine, and you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So Donald Trump had himself a big old weekend, big rally in Waco. Lots of people were there. While he was there, he suggested that the Manhattan District Attorney, Alvin Bragg, has dropped the case against him for alleged campaign finance violations. He said, I think they've already dropped the case. It's a fake case. Some fake cases. They have absolutely nothing. All right, so I want to play a little audio of this, and then I have a question about the Trump rallies, because, well, you are the rational one Mm -hmm. on this program. So why don't we play a little bit of Trump, and here he is saying that Bragg's actions have worked against him, Mm -hmm. the Trump's numbers are, are going up in the polls, and that's because people see through it. He didn't use the word it, but hopefully Kevin bleeped the word that he used. The new weapon being used by out-of-control, unhinged Democrats to cheat on election is criminally investigating a candidate, bad publicity and all. You get bad publicity. It's the craziest thing. I got bad publicity and my poll numbers have gone through the roof. Would you explain this to me? (laughs) Explain that to me, Dan. Mr. Congressman, you got to explain it to me because nobody else has ever heard of it. But you know what? It gets so much publicity that the case actually gets adjudicated in the press. And people see it's bullshit. And they go and they say, it's unfair. He knows how to get the the crowd riled up. Well done, Kev. Nice job. Got the word bleeped perfectly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, so my question to you is this. Do the Trump rallies actually move the needle anymore, or is it just simply placating mm-hmm. the same group of people? The same base. You th- is he inviting new people in? When he ran the first time, I really believed, and I think rightfully so, that the Trump rally became like the hot new band mm-hmm. in which people were saying to themselves, I've heard about these, I see them on TV, I want to go, and you really do get swept up in the act of, wow, this is cool. And I remember the ones he had here, there were a lot of, this is when I knew Trump was not only going to win the primary, but also the general election. When I saw people who I knew were either longtime Democrats or people who were apolitical showing up to these things, people that I knew. Yeah. I wonder now at these events, is it any new people or is it just we're just playing the hits for the same group of people? Right. He is quite a showmanship. He puts on a show, like you said, like it's the hottest concert in town. Do you get tickets? You going? You going? I read that people who go to these rallies feel like it's like a family reunion now this time. They're with their friends, like-minded people. I believe the only way that that crowd is going to grow is if those people bring a friend. Yeah, you're right. So, and and in politics, so if you say, well, I'm going to the Rolling Stones concert, mm-hmm. there's a good chance it's overwhelmingly people who have seen the Rolling Stones before, have been fans of the Rolling Stones before. Fill in your favorite old school artist, the Who, Bruce Springsteen. There's only like seven of these people still living, so I'm struggling for names at this point. <laughs> but the point is it doesn't matter because their job is to fill that arena and mm-hmm. they their paycheck, their 
version of success with themselves, their promoter, whatever, depends upon filling up that arena. That's all they have to do. If the, if the Rolling Stones play the track again and they sell 60,000 tickets, doesn't matter if those people have been, those 60,000 have been fans for 30 years. Doesn't matter. They're successful. Politics is different. You have to bring new people into mm-hmm. the equation and simply reaffirming who you are, what you are, the support you have with the people who already voted for you doesn't really do you any good because it wasn't good enough the last time. Well, you can also consider people that are now aging in to the voting block that weren't able to vote before. Now it matters if they show up. If they were children before and now they're adults, well, they actually have a say this time. So Trump is absolutely right, though. Whether Trump ultimately gets indicted or not, it is very clear he has, as he always does, almost always does, masterfully owned the media arena Mm -hmm. and was able to manipulate the media into doing what he wanted to do, which was to talk about the case itself. He was able to urge uh, talk radio, Fox News, Newsmax to inform their audience of what was potentially taking place. That put immense pressure on the politicians, Mm -hmm. especially in the House where the Republicans are in charge. The House Republicans have responded. And so whether he gets indicted or not, he's, he's on a much different playing field, his playing field, than he otherwise would have been. Well, and that's probably why he came out and said, I'm going to be arrested on Tuesday. Had he said next week, in a few days, there wouldn't have been that sense of urgency like there was. So Keith Olbermann, you remember Keith Olbermann? Oh, boy. Your man's loves the sports. Mm -hmm. He probably at one time watched Keith Olbermann on the regular. He is... uh, totally lost his mind is a complete (laughs) raving lunatic i'm glad he's out of sports well isn't it amazing too because keith olbermann was from a sheer broadcast standpoint was a phenomenal actual broadcaster and key in terms of keith olbermann's delivery Mm -hmm. delivery his wit his quick thinking his ability to be humorous before he com- just became a complete, raving, lunatic, insufferable leftist a-hole. Now he's just a whiner. I mean, it's just pathetic. <laughs> and, and I love, I love, 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 love watching Keith Olbermann lose it. Mm-hmm. And here is Keith Olbermann. I guess he has a podcast now or something yeah. online. I don't know mm-hmm. exactly what it is. But in this little clip, you're going to hear Casey. Mm-hmm. He claims Trump is trying to kill Bragg and should be arrested and denied bail. Donald Trump must be arrested for his terroristic threats against Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. In social media posts yesterday, Trump called him a, quote, animal. Trump insisted he be, quote, removed. Trump showed a picture of himself holding a baseball bat posed exactly as in a movie murder scene next to a picture of Bragg. It is a call to murder by stochastic terrorism, a murder by remote control as disgusting as Charles Manson. Arrest Trump now, and in so much as Trump has threatened Bragg and three other prosecutors, Trump has already proved he is an active mortal threat to all of them and to all of the lives of all witnesses involved. Trump cannot be granted bail. So, Casey, this makes me think, because, you know, I really do like DeSantis, but knowing how miserable Trump makes these people, it kind of makes me want to... Well, get another year and a half of this. Well, I think you're getting that. Well, I. but if he goes down in the primary, then I don't get a general election, and the general election would be even better mm-hmm. because they don't like DeSantis either. So I don't know. <laughs> you don't know which way to go I with don't, this one. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in the same place on this one as I am with the people saying, well, you shouldn't like DeSantis because people you don't like are endorsing DeSantis like a Jeb Bush. Mm-hmm. 
But I really believe DeSantis is the best person for the job and would be best for the country. But man, I really, really, really enjoy seeing how miserable Keith Olbermann is. You like watching him squirm. Well, Donald Trump's attorney said that the social media post attacking Bragg was ill-advised. He did note, though... He's not his client's social media advisor. (laughs) Trump is doing that all on his own. Okay, so this is how bad the brag thing is. Mm -hmm. Even Andrew Cuomo, you remember him, right? Mm -hmm. He was the governor of New York, uh, was a total skis bucket, then became the darling of the left during COVID because he shut everything down and he was very mean to Trump. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to hear Andrew Cuomo's name and think, wow, that was a is a real Trump ally or advocate or whatever. And of course, he ultimately resigned as governor because he was a total skis ball, which is seems like a reoccurring theme in the right. governor of New York. Here we go round they're, again. They're giving Illinois a run for their money. But even Andrew Cuomo, I think he's got a podcast now or something. I don't know exactly what it is. But he even said, this thing with Trump, Mm -hmm. all politics. I think it's all politics. And I think that's what the people of this country are saying. And it just feeds that anger and that cynicism and the partisanship. It's a coincidence that Bragg goes after Trump and Tish James goes after Trump and Georgia goes after Trump. That's all a coincidence. And I think it feeds the cynicism. And that's the cancer in our body politic right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's rich coming from that guy. Right. If he's saying it's all politics, it must be all politics. Everybody knows it's just a witch hunt by this leftist DA. And is it wise to be using taxpayer money for this? And does anybody really think that he's going to be prosecuted for making a civil settlement, a hush money case with personal funds? I mean, didn't... Didn't they get close with John Edwards? I Do you remember that guy? Well, just so John John Edwards, I'm trying to recall this off the top of my head. So John Edwards was a senator from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. He was at one point in 2008 a front runner, if not the front runner for president. It turned out his wife had cancer. She ultimately passed away. He had an affair and a, and a love child mm-hmm. out of wedlock with, I can't remember if she was a reporter. I think she was a reporter. And there was money used to keep her quiet because obviously that would have been bad for him. Right. A donor paid $900,000 for the baby and the baby mama to be living someplace else. Right. And so ultimately he was tried by the federal government under the Obama administration. It Mm -hmm. wasn't under, you know, it wasn't under Trump or Bush. He was tried under the Obama administration and was acquitted of the charges against him. Right. Which is a big reason they didn't have not, the feds did not pursue charges against Trump because they said, if we couldn't get John Edwards, right. this ain't a law with no teeth. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, when we come back. Yes. So that Trump rally yesterday. Yeah. Or Saturday. That Trump speaking was not the thing that everybody's talking it about. It wasn't the highlight. It was this Ted Nugent <laughs> rant on Zelensky. Uh-huh. And also the flyover when Trump entered the rally. We've got both of those coming up from 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. I want to break free. 
21 minutes after 9, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC, and we start off this segment with some trending audio. This is UFC fighter Holly Holm. She calls for an end to the sexualization of children. She spoke after defeating Yana Santos via unanimous decision. She said, I'm going to take a minute and get this off my chest. I just feel it's really sad all the sexualization of our children right now. We need to protect them, whatever that may be, like protect the children. Please do anything we can to help. Why? I mean, again, so if we're going to say sports, politics, keep it out, I mean, I get her message, but the problem with this is these these fighters mm-hmm. do these overzealous messages, so you never know whether it's legit or they're just doing it to get on mm-hmm. the radio or right. the YouTubes or the whatever, so you don't even know, and I think that's what really bothers me is they do this over-the-top stuff all the time, and you, one would hope it is not that, but just fight just do the fight and then if you want to do the activism afterwards mm-hmm. i think that's great i think that's awesome but they do this stuff all the time she did comment further on it after the fight when she was having her press conference when she was at the table with the backdrop and all the reporters were around she went on and spoke about it again also trending this morning the band queen they have announced a north american tour it's going to kick off this fall they're going to pass through detroit and chicago wait 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 time yes out. it's going to be fronted by adam nope. lambert nope nope but that's not queen then that is that is false advertising <laughs> what the, how this is an even more egregious thing than the fighter. Well, yes, it's way more egregious than the fighter, Casey. But it's more egregious than uh, Journey without Steve Perry. Mm-hmm. It's more egregious than Sticks without Dennis D. Young. It's more egregious than Foreigner without Lou Graham. I mean, Freddie, you could make a case with Sticks, Tommy Shaw, James Young, the Panazzo brothers. Okay, they're all an integral part of the band. Uh, Journey had some, you know, as well. Uh, Mick Jones in Foreigner. Okay, they're all at least in some level a part of the group. That Queen is Freddie Mercury. Yeah, Adam Queen Lam- is Freddie Mercury. Adam Lambert can do a good job of hitting all of the notes. Do you think it would be more acceptable if they said former Queen band members featuring Adam Lambert or Queen the Redux or Queenish? A group of dudes who mooched off Freddie Mercury and Adam Lambert will be going on tour together playing a bunch of <laughs> kick-ass songs that Freddie Mercury did. I mean, my good. Now the, That's so, too big to put on the marquee. Now, now, years ago, they did do a something. It was a very brief thing in which Paul Rogers of Bad Company mm-hmm. uh, was the front man. So at least with Paul Rogers, you have an epic megastar of the era who had multiple incredible songs he was an incredible live performer it was not not pound for pound equal to freddie mercury but the fact that silver blue and gold is one of the 10 greatest songs ever written will give that one a pass gonna give for that- a brief moment in time <laughs> but that was like 15 years ago casey and yeah. they're still out rolling around with these b-team freddie mercury people i mean they're not even b-teamers they're c-teamers what a disgrace okay well you don't have to buy a concert ticket okay? well i sure won't be okay finally trending this morning trump again he does a flyover in trump force one he he landed in Waco to the Top Gun theme before his Texas rally. Put your hands together and let's make some noise for our favorite president, Donald J. Trump. 
That's how he enters his rally. With no, the did Top Gun theme, and well, that was blasting on the speakers as the plane was coming in. Well, he did this because, of course, DeSantis had an ad when he ran for governor re-election, Top Gun. Mm-hmm. I have the T-shirt, in yeah. fact, instead of Top Gun. Why? To get I, the crowd, you know, riled up. But ready it, does to go, that does up. that does any of that sound presidential? The guy on the PA, our favorite president. <laughs> oh, okay. I just. I, People want, real quick before I go to a break, and I didn't intend to get into this, but I'm going to have to do it. The election of Biden for many people was not about a change in policies from Trump. It was about a return to normalcy of what the president of the United States had previously been. Even if you didn't like Obama, he looked the part of the president, right? Mm -hmm. People wanted a return to that. And this is what Trump cannot or will not or does not care. Maybe it's that through his skull. People liked your stuff. They don't like the clown show, the daily drama, over-the-top shenanigans that you brought to the office. People want to be lied to, Casey. They want to be lied to and assume that their president is this highly professional, above reproach person. And that just, that is so your favorite president. <laughs> Step right up. All right, when we come back, we got to get to like this. like a carnival barker. There was so much TikTok stuff and we got to get to this, uh, this Ted Nugent Zelensky mm-hmm. audio. Yeah. All right, those are on the way from 93 WIBC. Good morning. Casey on 93 WIBC. So Ted Nugent performed the national anthem during the Trump rally in Waco over the weekend. And then he targeted Vladimir Zelensky. He said, I'm a guitar player. I have a couple of demands. Secure my border. I have a couple really good ideas. Give me my tax dollars back. And then he hit on Planned Parenthood as well. And then he, uh, well, Mm -hmm. he went into uh, Zelensky, and I don't want to say anything that will keep me from working at this radio station, so I'll let Ted's words speak for themselves. Take a listen. I want my money back. I didn't authorize any money to Ukraine to some homosexual weirdo. He wants his money back. Well, look, I want my money back, too, but I'm not sure I would have gone about expressing it the way that Ted Nugent expressed it. Well, he was trying to get the crowd excited. Ukraine so far has received $48 billion in U.S. aid. More on the way. Uh, On Sunday, by the way, Ukraine called for an emergency meeting of the U.N. Security Council, charging that Russia is making the country a nuclear hostage. Putin revealing plans to move atomic weapons in Belarus. Kev, can we hear that audio from Ted Nugent uh, one more time just to make sure that we, we're not misinterpreting what he said? I want my money back. I didn't authorize any money to Ukraine to some homosexual weight weirdo. So apparently then, uh, obviously, this was a huge story, and this was the story of the Trump rally. I mean, it was a much bigger deal in terms of the mainstream media and the, you know, the coverage was more about that, or I saw a lot more stuff about that than I did Trump. And I want to get into that in a second. But then Ted Nugent put on Twitter, TMZ ran a story, mm-hmm. and he puts the, uh, the story out there, and he said at the top of the story, I didn't call him a homosexual weirdo. He is a homosexual weirdo. Yeah, he doubled down on that, All right, he? so here's the problem with this, okay? There's a couple problems. One, I am in, in full agreement, as you know, that 
we should not be giving any more money to the Ukraine. We should have not given them any money to begin with. It, we had no business. We had no back, backing to do that. We're not. They're not in NATO. Uh, Ukraine does not have a long-standing background of standing behind America. They've got incredibly corrupt government. There's no reason for us to give us the money. Give them the money. Our money. However, when you express it in that fashion, mm-hmm. because as far as I know, Zelensky's married, right? I mean, yep. that's the woman that he did those ridiculous photos with. Right, they were on the cover of Vogue magazine together. And whether he is or is not mm-hmm. a homosexual, mm-hmm. that doesn't matter. It's beside the point. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The issue is that we're giving our money, our money that we don't have that we are printing, which is driving up the price of everything, mm-hmm. to these people who we have no idea what they're actually doing with it. We're not getting any sort of uh, accounting we're not getting any sort of p and or, you know, whatever you want to call it statement to say, here's where your money went. Mm-hmm. Here's what, what it bought. Here's the success rate, how to judge like you would any other investment. We're not getting any of that. We know Ukraine spent money with the FTX guy, which means our money went to the FTX guy, mm-hmm. which I'm not going to use the term money laundering, but without using the term money laundering, what would you call it, Casey? I don't know because a bunch of it ended up going to Democrat candidates and causes from the FTX guy. All of that is fair game to criticize and you should be critical of it. But that message will get lost Mm -hmm. because of the wording that he used. And the focus will not be on how he is right that they are wasting our money in Ukraine. Right. Had he said had he said it differently, it would have come across better. Because now at this point, his sentiment that we should be sending all this money to Ukraine has been watered down. And a lot of people would say, you know, he's he's being bigoted and it, not tolerant. Now, there's another side of this, though, that says, OK, if he had just said, I do not want my money going to Ukraine. Stop. Then we would probably not be talking about it on this radio station or every other media outlet. Right. For the most part, across the fruited plain. So there's the other side of that that says we're having this conversation. Now, we have this conversation all the time. But would the media at large be having this conversation if he hadn't used those words? Mm -hmm. I just think the Trump rallies sometimes look not overly professional or what you would expect from the president of the United States or the people surrounding the president of the United States. And that's the point there, because while it wasn't Trump who said that, it was somebody at his rally who is de facto representing exactly. him. Yeah. And people can be upset about this all they want, but the reality is, and, and there are a lot of, especially Trump people, who do not want to accept the reality that there are people who vote, whose vote counts just as much as yours, who are going to decide the outcome of elections. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, especially Trump people, want to go, nuh-uh, bull crap. Those people are crazy. I don't have to care what they think. You do have to care what they think because the vote counts the same as yours. So you may think that's cool and awesome and hilarious and whatever, but the reality is that stuff turns a lot of people off yes. who otherwise might vote for your person. And we have seen time and time again, whether it is Trump or Trump candidates, unforced, self-inflicted wounds that alienate people who would otherwise vote for you or your candidate. Ted Nugent also kicked off the rally by holding a moment of silence for the January 6th, quote, political prisoners. So just, yeah. Again, it doesn't, yes, are a lot of people with January 6th who have been tried or what they've been tried for or whatever, is it probably overzealous prosecution? 
Yes. Were the people who were invited into the Capitol who walked around, should they have been tried? No. But the the again, the perception, the reality of this is amongst many, many people who otherwise might vote for Republicans that those people on January 6th were total lunatics. And when you're having some sort of sympathetic moment of silence or whatever, mm-hmm. that doesn't play well with those people. And if you don't care about how it plays, then fine. But don't be surprised if you lose again because you didn't get the people who you alienated the last time. That's all I'm going to say about it. If you're not going to accept that those people are out there and vote and they vote based on certain things and they want the president and the people around the president to behave in a certain manner, then don't be surprised when you lose again. And that's not ballot harvesting or anything else. That's you not winning the people that you need to win in order to win. Exactly. It is 20 minutes in front of 10. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Do you want to get into this TikTok stuff? Uh, Let's take a break. Uh, because there's uh, a lot of it. There's a there's so much that happened over the weekend related to TikTok, and I think the I think the bevy of opinions on this is super interesting, mm-hmm. and I think Democrats and Republicans coming together on TikTok is super interesting. Mm-hmm. And so, why don't we take a break, and then we'll do it when we come back? All right, it's Kendall and Casey. It's ninety three WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC, and let's talk about TikTok. So AOC was criticized for defending TikTok. It was revealed that uh, the Chinese-owned parent company gave six-figure donations to black and Hispanic caucus nonprofits. Of course, ByteDance donated about $150,000 to both the Congressional Black Caucus Foundation and Congressional Hispanic Caucus Foundation, and AOC is a member of those. She said banning TikTok isn't the solution to data privacy concerns. Instead, Congress needs to focus on regulating social media companies. Okay, Casey, uh, this is what I do not understand because we have seen bipartisan support Mm -hmm. for banning TikTok. Yeah. And I do not understand, because we're going to get get into this, that the Democrats, some of these Democrats are beginning to say it out loud, that they don't want TikTok banned because they believe it will hurt them in Mm -hmm. the Election. They believe that TikTok is an incredible tool for Democrats to recruit, especially younger people, mm-hmm. to vote. And so I don't understand why the Democrats would be willing to ban TikTok. Some Democrats would be willing to ban TikTok if indeed TikTok is this super agent by which Democrats use to recruit young people to vote. Is it because they're saying, well, because we're, we're actually let's play this clip of Mark Warner. He is a, a Democrat senator. Uh, he's Virginia, I think, and and he was on with Margaret Brennan of mm-hmm. uh, CBS uh, CBS's weekend show, and she's having an aneurysm over him supporting, essentially supporting, getting rid of TikTok because she's saying it's going to hurt the Democrats. Which, as a fair newscaster, wouldn't you be having an aneurysm because one political party might be harmed? And anyway, listen to this, and then I, w- I want to ask you a question about it. 
The Commerce Secretary, though, recently said that the politician in her thinks a ban will mean losing every voter under 35 forever. And if you look at use of TikTok, I mean, just last week, President Biden showed up in celebrity videos on TikTok from the White House. Uh, plenty of lawmakers, including your Democratic colleague, Senator Cory Booker, uses it. A number of House progressives use it. Uh, given how important this platform is to Democrats, can you actually get TikTok taken care of before 2024 when you might need it for political outreach? Well, Margaret, I think there's a lot of creative activity that goes on on TikTok, but I absolutely believe uh, that the market, if TikTok goes away, the market will provide another platform. And at the end of the day, that could be an American company, it could be a Brazilian company, it could be an Indian company. All those right, companies but the Commerce Secretary is saying there's a political cost law. if it goes away, and that's what she fears. I think, listen, and I, you're empowering I've her. With, I have met... I have met with Gina Raimondo on this issue. I think she will make very clear uh, that she believes TikTok is a threat as well. So she, I mean, she, Margaret Brennan is almost in tears mm -hmm. over the, I mean, what a journalist, right? You want to know who these mainstream national media people are? She is just in, just beside herself, begging this guy basically not to choke off TikTok because of how it's going the Democrats. Right. If, if TikTok goes away, you're going to lose votes. Okay, so this is interesting. This goes back to a year ago, Rob, when you and I first met and we were talking about TikTok and I had mentioned that I follow Pete Buttigieg and Gretchen Whitmer mm -hmm. on TikTok and you got very angry and you said, you like them? I said, no, I don't like them. Is that how but I said I'm, it? You like them? You like them? But, you like them. But I said, no, but I'm following them. Because they're on there. And a lot of the Democrats are. A lot of them who office holders are on TikTok putting out their content. But I can't imagine somebody like Ted Cruz on TikTok. So she has a point. A lot of these Democrats, they would lose. Oh, okay, so here is a guy named, I think he was on Meet the Press. His name is Cornell Belcher. He is a Democrat pollster. And he says the same thing. Mm -hmm. It would be a political problem for Democrats if they ban TikTok. You know, Chuck, there wasn't 150 million people who voted in the last midterm, right? <laughs> Talk about an energizing uh, thing to do. Look, yeah. it, it, we don't do very good at historically at banning things either that are that are really popular. This is a billion-dollar industry. You've got people in the gig economy, young people making a lot of money on this. It is a problem, the idea of banning it. So if indeed there appears to be some sort of acceptance that it is an overwhelming, which most social media is, Democrat-driven platform, and it is good for the Democrats, mm -hmm. the only possible reason I can come up with that mainstream, or quote, mainstream Democrats like Mark Warner, and we heard others in the House who were also seemed open to this, uh, would be for getting rid of it, is they are saying, we believe TikTok and the social media apps are dominated by the lunatic fringe of our party and is lifting these people up and it is giving them the voice and they are overpowering the mainstream traditional establishment Democrats and if we get rid of TikTok mm -hmm. it's almost like where the establishment with the Republicans are with the conservatives and the Trump voter where we'd rather lose than lose out to you people or be beholden to you people and if we axe out this thing we can put ourselves back in charge that is the only thing I can figure out with this Casey if you have another idea I'd be happy to hear it but I cannot understand this. Well, the thing with TikTok, it has to do with the algorithm. So if you watch something that is conservative-based, you're going to get fed more conservative stuff. So are they unwilling to fight the fight? 
play the game that the Democrats are playing. If I mean, chicks on the right, for example, um, you know, they're they're on there. So if you watch a bunch of their videos, you're going to get fed more content similar to that. Yeah, somebody made a good point on the YouTube chat. Um, that does happen from time to time. You've got TikTok advertised on the YouTube thing. You can watch right. Kendall and Casey mm-hmm. right there. Now, of course, I do not have a TikTok, and I think it's insane that you have a TikTok and are putting all of our national security at risk. But that's your right. As an American, you can give all your information to China if you want them to have your banking info and your pertinent in- information. I I can't stop you from doing that, and I don't really think that I should be stopping you from doing that because you know the risk. The job of the government, because is what we said during COVID, is to tell you what the risk of something is. You're not putting me at any harm by giving China your information. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to have it, but if you want to do it, isn't that really an overreach of government saying you can't do something that's not harming other people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and let's talk about the other apps that are owned by China. What about WeChat or CapCut? These are two. Who? It, well, okay, Rob. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm who? They're just more social, just more social media platforms. And then if we're gonna go down that avenue, well, what about the other companies that are so-called American that are owned by China? General Electric, AMC Theaters, Smithfield Foods, Waldorf Astoria. Ever stayed there? Sheridan no. Hotel. I mean, there's more companies in the country that are owned by China than just TikTok. So why are why is the federal government singling out this one company? Here is more of Margaret Brennan. She was not done. She spent a whole bunch of her show really, really, really upset that the Democrats are going to ban t- TikTok potentially. Uh, John Kirby was on with her, mm-hmm. and she points out, and it's fair, Biden was just in a TikTok video from yes, that singer guy. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, the, what's his name? That guy that Kev likes. Neil, what's his name? Uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not really a fan, but his name is Niall Horan. Yeah, he's, he's got a giant... Yeah, I know his name. I'm very familiar with him, but I'm not really a fan. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yes, uh, more from Margaret Brennan. We showed a video in that last segment of the president on TikTok from a video shot by a celebrity inside the White House. So for the 150 million Americans who still use this app, how do you say to them, sorry, we're going to take it away? It's not on it government. It looks hypocritical. It's, hypocritical. Not, it's not on government devices. We do have legitimate <laughs> national security concerns. We have legitimate national security concerns over, over TikTok. It's a useful political platform. I just would tell you that, again, yeah. that our, our concerns on the national security front are valid. Okay, now here's the question, Rob. 90% of Apple products are made in China, so why don't they make Apple take it off the App Store? That's a fair point. When they're making it in China. It's a fair point. Uh, One more clip wanted to get to uh, House Energy Chairman. Her name is Kathy McMorris-Rogers. She is, again, the chairman of the House Energy uh, Committee, and she says it's clear that the TikTok info is going to the CCP. What the hearing made clear to me was that TikTok should be banned in the United States of America to address the immediate threat, and we also need a a national data privacy law. Because to your point, repeatedly, Mr. Chu said that the data that they are amassing on Americans is accessible by the CCP. He, he was asked about the the uh, about ByteDance spying on Americans, and he responded, "Oh well, I wouldn't describe it as spying." What we what we are seeing is that TikTok and Mr. Chu have repeatedly been caught in this lie that there's not a connection to ByteDance and ultimately the CCP. 
Okay, so Kevin McCarthy said that the House is going to move forward with a proposed ban. So we can expect something from him soon. Well, sure, of course. Can't do anything about the price of food or gas or anything else, but they can ban people from doing things that they want to do. It's the most government thing ever. Hey, when we come back, Trump said some really mean things about DeSantis over the weekend. Mm -hmm. It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good morning.